what do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What's going on, guys? Royale with cheese here, and today we bring to you Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn. Also, with our two suggestions, Shadow and Zoom. Yeah, uh, very interesting week. I uh, mean, yeah, that's for sure. Caleb suggests a bad movie. Seth uh-huh, suggests a good debatable. movie. And then we go watch uh, a movie that was doomed from Suicide Squad at first. DCU has still not found its way. It's slightly getting better, though. It's, oh, yeah. No, I'd agree. slightly getting better, but still not great. I'd say they're on the rise, but that rise is so slow. It's not like... Yeah, I mean, they're just... They just have not cracked into the MCU formula, and I think the MCU formula is getting old. So I think it's yeah. just best for them just to call it quits, but it's not going to happen. Well, I, t- I actually take back what I said. It wasn't a very slow rise because, I mean, Justice League was, like, bottom of the barrel. Like, I mean, like, that was literally below zero. So actually they did a pretty big jump, but now they're just rising very slowly. Also, uh, just let, you want to hit on a little bit, they're coming out with some new superhero movies this year. I mean, I think Caleb's very excited. Let's just talk about Sony. We yeah. don't even have to talk about anyone else. Sony, you know, they're cracking into the Spider-Man villain universe without Spider-Man in it. They're going for a Venom 2, probably going to be PG-13 again. Doesn't make too much sense to me, but that's cool. And then they got uh, the vampire one, or bat one. What is it? It's uh Morbus. Mor- yeah, was it Morbus? What is it? Oh wait, wait, wait. I got it to say Morbius. Morbius. Yeah, it was Jared Leto, which is just like oh the best sp- Joker I've ever seen. Spider-Man villain basically, and it's it's just like an off character. Like I think Venom, at least has like somewhat recognition, even just from like Spider-Man three. Well, but them making a Morbius movie just makes like no sense to me. Like I feel like Venom is easily one of the biggest villains in Marvel. Uh, mm. or most mm. recognizable. Mm. You don't think so? Most I mean, no, I don't. Recognizable? I mean, cause you got like you got like uh. Besides the Green Goblin, he's Spider-Man's biggest. I feel like most recognizable villain. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> after yeah. that, I guess we'll just break into the movies a little bit. Yeah. So. Well, th- this week at the box office, uh. Birds of Prey uh, made $33.3 million. And then second place, you got Bad Boys for Life with 12, 1917 with 9, and Doolittle with 6.7. Yeah. Um, this is actually an underwhelming week for Birds of Prey. They expected this to be obviously a lot better than it did, but I don't think it's necessarily the weakest opening. I mean, I, I think they'll make their money back on this movie for sure. And, and just a reference point, they did, uh, like, say their caption was, this movie is a Quint Tarantino movie with a, what was it, Deadpool? Yeah. And I was like, I just want everyone to know, that was spitting on Quint Tarantino and <laughs> even Deadpool. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I, this movie actually is getting a lot more love from people than I thought it would. Uh, Metacritically, I mean, it's a 60, which is not bad. And uh, I think most people are pretty okay with this movie to love it. And then you got a good swath of people that just think it's an okay movie at best. And I think that's kind of where we both fall into, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay at best. Let's maybe say what it's a little bit about. An hour and 49 minutes. 
basically after Harley Quinn splits up with the Joker. Now, how it's played out in, like, the commercials and trailers is she meets up with them right away and they all team up. Uh, these three superhero villains kind of things. Yeah, the trailer made it seem definitely more like it was going to be a Suicide Squad version yep. type movie where it but really really wasn't. It mainly, they did not team up. Yeah, it mainly focused on, it was really the story of Harley Quinn and she kind of has to partner up with uh, this pickpocketer girl, Cassandra Cain in the movie, played by Ella J. Basco. And basically the main villain is uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, Rome, and he's Roman Sionis in the movie. And uh, he did not say he has the high ground, which is the most disappointing <laughs> moment of 2020 so far. They could yes. have snuck the line in there. But screw them. No. Um. So yeah. Basically, this movie is a uh, just a solo arc of uh, Harley Quinn. Kind of gives a little backstory in a cartoon in the beginning. Yep. Uh. Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn. Obviously, same thing in Suicide Squad. And she. I mean, I think she's realistically like the best portrayal of Harley Quinn that we're gonna get. I mean, she's. I think she's really good. I just don't. I think Harley Quinn is a sub character and kind of like a sidekick for a reason. I wouldn't even say she's the best portrayal. I would say. She's the best actor that DC has for a superhero right now. Well, eh, Wonder Woman's pretty good. Yeah, okay, yeah, but I'd still say Harley Quinn. You're not. Gonna, you're telling me Ben Affleck is not the best Batman. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. What yeah, I'm trying I mean, to I, say yeah. is the Flash is the greatest. <laughs> oh, <too. laughs> yeah, no, she she's actually very good in this. I think and I, I'm just not the. I'm just not a big fan of an hour fifty minutes of Harley Quinn. I mean, that's just maybe me personally, but, um, yeah, yeah, she, she does very well in it. And also Ian McGregor, he's, he's excellent as the villain also. And, uh, pretty much when they're on the screen, it feels like a comic book movie. It feels very like, it feels very almost, yeah, comic booky, you know, kind of cartoonish and stuff, which is great. But then it kind of goes with, like a, not with them. It kind of goes into that realism that the DCU has been trying to put forth for the past few years. And that's why I'm just kind of like, okay, not as much in love with this. But, yeah, so she's basically an anti-hero because she's not good, but she's just fighting someone worse than her. And that's yeah. pretty much pretty much the movie is pickpocket, pickpockets this diamond that's worth millions and has this coat on it and swallows it. And Harley Quinn has to get it back to uh, Roman Sionis be, or their killer because now she has, no longer has the protection of the Joker. And I think the plot is very simple and has been done multiple times before, which I'm not opposed to because they didn't screw it up. Like, the plot is so simple, it's hard to screw up. And so it was very just – the movie's very competent, I guess I would say. I mean, it's it's not it's not great, but it's competent. Yeah, I would say uh, it definitely is a little bit comic booky. I would say – on, okay, I don't want to compare it to these two, but I'd say it's kind of like a Deadpool and Into the Spider-Verse in that sense of, like, it kind of feels cartoony in yeah. a sense. Well, they that's what they're going for. They're Like you said, they're going for, like, DC's Deadpool, and it just doesn't work. Like, it got the R, an R rating, which I think is ultimately a good thing. Like, I mean, because the movie... Like Suicide Squad being PG thirteen is obviously just a really bad idea because the movie's all about villains. It's all about psychopath serial killers, right? Making it PG thirteen is just kind of like, well, don't don't make the movie if you're gonna make it PG thirteen. This one I don't think needed the R rating as much as like a Suicide Squad did or Venom, but I I still think it was like a good choice definitely by them to go R. 
Yeah, um, I agree. I would just say, I don't, I like, okay, I like that the movie is more about Harley Quinn than them teaming up, because once I saw that they teamed up, I'm glad it wasn't about them teaming up, because the other uh, two actors, the police officer, basically Kamala Harris and uh, Alter Eco, Mary, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, they were... Yeah. Really bad actors. Well, the, like, th- the thing is, is that Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I like her in other things. Like, she's in Scott Pilgrim. She's in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like, she's a good actress. Just, this movie just was not for her. And I, I, I kind of blame the writing because it made her out to be a super serious character with some really bad jokes, like, written in. I mean, so I, I mean, she didn't do great, but I'm just saying, I don't think they gave her a ton to work with either. I mean, I agree, but I it was not well performed at all oh, I for agree. either of them. I would even say uh, who they put as Canary. She she was she was okay in the beginning, but as soon as she started getting more and more lines, it just slowly started falling apart. But I'm really glad in a sense that it was. That's why I'm glad it was all based on Harley Quinn. But then again, there really shouldn't have been a movie about Harley Quinn. Like, there's just not enough there. I mean, Harley Quinn is, as portrayed in the movie, she's literally, with Joker, she's nothing. So, like, it's not a yeah, movie that I should just, be made. I just didn't want to see two hours of Harley Quinn, like I said. Like, I think she's a cool character to come in and maybe lay down a couple lines here and there or do something. But it was just like, I don't know. She's I, she's a really good side character. Yeah, exactly. And especially as Margot Robbie, like, who's a really good actor. And she did try her heart out because she did have good acting throughout the whole movie. But the problem is she, or not Margaret Robbie. Margaret Robbie can play a main role and kill it. And like you saw, she even tried and she did very well. But the problem is Harley Quinn isn't a main role kind of a girl for a superhero or anti-villain. Anti-hero. Yeah, I, hero, I, yeah. I, I honestly found this movie to be, with Harley Quinn and how like extravagant she is, I still found this movie to be pretty like visually boring. Like... They once again the visual effects for DC is just have been abysmal forever. Like I don't know what they have going on there, but they're just always really bad in my opinion. And I with with her, there's a couple scenes where she does some like colorful things, and there's some colorful things going on. But overall, the movie's pretty like dark and gray. Like it's just not a very colorful movie besides a few points, and they don't do anything special with it or anything. And uh, also, one of my nitpicks is they gave this movie an R rating. Harley Quinn is a psychopath serial killer, right? And so there's a scene, they show in the trailer, she breaks into the police station, and of course all the cops are dudes and they're totally incompetent, and none of them pull their gun and actually get her, which is whatever. But she literally... 50 of them. Yeah, she shoots everyone with beanbag, like a beanbag rounds and stuff like that, which it's fine. I don't necessarily need, need to see like a Terminator... Where she goes in and just shoots up a whole precinct of police officers. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I don't know. Like, yeah, she's she's a psychopath and she kills people in the movie. Like, why is she not gonna just kill these people now? I understand that nitpick, but I'm gonna slightly defend them. I mean, because she is a psychopath, and even in like the comics and the old cartoons, Joker and her always don't use a like lethal weapon. Sometimes they use just yeah, spray. but you're also once again you're talking about cartoons catered towards kids, so they're not gonna show them no, to like shoot up some are people. cartoons. But what what I'm saying is like, I it doesn't make sense to me. 
Because she has no problem. Because I literally agree. in the same like sequence, not in the same scene, in the precinct, she shoots a villain right in the head with no no problem, which is fine. But I'm just saying it's like doesn't really make sense. Like why she doesn't kill people at one scene. I mean, she you could say, oh, she's a psychopath. It doesn't really matter what she does. But I'm, that's just I mean, it's just a little nitpick I had. I don't like I said. I, I don't. I didn't want to see her go shoot up a whole precinct. I'm just saying it d- just felt incoherent to me. I definitely agree they should have went either full fledged R or not at all. Like in Deadpool, like you'll have scenes where you're like, okay, yeah, I understand why this is R. And this, I don't really understand how it's R. I mean, she killed people, but like. Well, there's F words. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, it wasn't like an R rated superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. it, It almost felt like, in a sense, like Venom, where. They took out all of him biting the heads off of people. Like that's how I felt because as soon as she killed somebody, it cut away quickly or uh, something like that. Yeah, I mean this movie wasn't like overly gruesome, and that's also the thing is like Deadpool. He also uses a sword and he cuts people in half. Like she doesn't really like. I mean, she smashes people with her hammer. I mean, yeah, they they should have. They I, yeah definitely could have. They, I mean, they, they should have decent. Right. Yeah, I like him. I agree. I agree. Well, I'm saying, yeah, they definitely didn't go all the way with the R. And I'm not. I didn't really affect me, but and they said they said like it's like a Deadpool rating, and they easily could have went like a Deadpool in the sense of making funny scenes of her killing people. Like, I think they did try to go for that, but, but it just it wasn't funny work. to us. I, that's what I'm saying. It did work for us, but obviously it worked for some people. And, and yeah, I mean, I kind of see what they're saying with the Tarantino esque, and in the sense of this only. Like, the Kill Bill, you know, revenge plot, and she's just, like, this beats up everyone. And, like, the way she does it with, like, the flips and everything. That is the little bit of credit, I will say, for that. But, I mean, I was not, by any means, like, super, super enthralled with it. Yeah, so, uh, what'd you give it, Kill? Uh, I give it a 4 out of 10. I agree completely. It was not good enough to be... I mean, it's definitely a forgettable movie, but I feel like it was worse than just a average movie. Yeah, I, I'm just, I just think we're, I'm just done with superhero movies at the moment. Um, I mean, f- like I said before on a previous podcast, I think after Avengers Endgame, I was like, finally, I'm like, all right, I'm done, I'm completed. I followed this for ten plus years now. I feel completed with superhero because the thing is, now we're we're going on like forty plus superhero movies. And virtually, they're all basically the same. There's, like, some tension, some drama, uh, character arc of, like, he has to realize he's a superhero and really go out there. Big CGI battle scene, movie done. This one, obviously, is a little different because also you have the lines with Deadpool and stuff. Like, it's a little more comic-y, a little funnier, a little on the lighter side. But I, but I am glad, though. I, I will say I am glad because I think if the whole movie was, like, more of a Suicide Squad where they had all four of them together, I would have, like... They're de- trying to, I think, set up a sequel of just, like, Black Canary and all them, which I will not go to see that. If that cop... I mean, I don't... Okay, Black Canary and Huntress, like, I can kind of deal with, but if that cop is in it, I will, will not go see it. Like, that... She was so frustrating. She's like this... She's like this six-year-old lady... That, like, doesn't look like she's seen a day of action in her life. And she just comes out and she's doing, like, athletic Spartan kicks. Like, she's in the UFC. Like, I'm like, she would literally either break her leg, pull a joint, or she wouldn't be able to get her leg that high. The main problem I had with her is that, like, they kind of set the movie with uh, Harley Quinn's, like, she does 
um, what's it called? She's like in the background talking the whole time. What's it called? I can't believe I can't think of it. Uh, narrate. Yeah, she's narrating the movie, and so like like in Deadpool, they pause it on her, and she's like, "Oh, she's seen too many '80s cop TV shows and movies," so she basically just like says lines from them. But anytime they kind of like gave her lines from that, to like break off and do more on that point, were just so cringy. Like, yeah, she's she just was really not good in this movie, and like I said, Ewan McGregor. It was pretty good. Uh, Margot Robbie enjoyed her. Um, but overall, I just was not interested in the story whatsoever. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And that's just what I came down to. Uh, so you let's do Zoom next. You want to do Zoom next? Yeah, I All let's right. do Zoom next. So Zoom? you Go open ahead. it up because okay. it was your pick. Zoom is a 2006 uh, basically superhero movie. Uh, it kind of is on the rise the tales of like fantastic four and especially i would say rise the curt tales of uh sky high the disney movie that we've all seen this is actually a movie that i did not see as a kid which i thought was kind of strange because this would have been like kind of right up my alley and uh of course you know you got tim allen as uh the main character he's jack shepherd also captain zoom uh courtney cox is in it she's like the scientist chevy chase is also the scientist uh, you got Spencer Breslin, which is my boy from uh, Canada Hat. He plays uh, Mega Boy, and uh, th- just basically a ragtag group of four superheroes. They're like you can't teens out and adolescents. Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so Kate Kate Mara, she plays uh, Summer Jones or Wonder, the and she's same exact. also she's also what's what, not mrs fantastic what's the name uh she's no. also in the new fantastic four she's remake mrs. she's Sue storm in the new no, remake Sue's, yeah but which so she's in two really awful superhero movies basically <laughs> so yeah but she has the really same powers in both what she's like the same kind of powers in both yeah basically um yeah so this movie basically what happens is is um captain zoom or tim allen his they had a this CIA kind of operation had this secret group of superhero kind of kids before, and basically they had no life. They lived in this government building. Blah blah blah. What happens is Captain Zoom's brother, little brother, gets like sentenced. He kind of turns bad and kind of gets like sent into a different like dimension. It's through gamma radiation. Yeah, gamma radiation either helped some of them but screwed his brother up. Yeah, so he gets like screwed up. And is transported to like a different dimension or something. Or Kills whatever. the whole team. Yeah, besides Captain Zoom. Yeah. And so, basically, Captain Zoom now is in his fifties, and Courtney Cox and Chevy Chase bring him back because they need him to train these new young recruits, these four kids with superpowers, to defeat the impending doom of Captain Zoom's little brother making his way back. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much the whole movie right there. Uh, yeah. The movie yep. is an hour twenty six minutes, uh, hour twenty three minutes. Uh, directed by Peter Hewitt. Um, yeah, he's also directed Garfield. So I mean, that's, yeah, that's a plus. That's a plus. I mean, he also did uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. But uh, what I'm saying about him is that he just this movie is just. <laughs> it ends with the climax, obviously, with his brother coming back. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's on Netflix, so go check it out. But uh, it ends with his brother coming back, and the fight scene with his brother is, like, literally 10 minutes of the movie. And It's it's literally Fantastic Four. 
yeah, just a really bad knockoff version of it. I mean, everything in this movie has been done by some other superhero movie, even previous, because it is previous to the MCU. It's just real, real bad, you know? Um, yeah, Tim Allen is atrocious. Uh, Courtney Cox, like, the only reason she's in it is to slip on something, like, every two minutes she's in it. Yep. But then becomes, she's also, like, a superhero in the end, so she's actually not this klutz, which is just a really dumb character arc. Um, but I'm just gonna say, um, this is really, like, this year, 2006, is really Tim Allen's peak. Uh, he, in 2006, he makes the wonder and the hit zoom. Also, he does Santa Claus three. <laughs> he does, what is it? Do, oh no, he doesn't do wild hogs. Wild hogs is after that, but wild hogs is soon after that. But he also does the great shaggy dog. And what could you say, man? This is just like the greatest year for Tim Allen. <laughs> and uh, I, that's the word for it. The humor in this movie consists of four categories: uh, slipping, nasty, th- nasty things hitting your face, uh, fat jokes, and fart jokes. And that is ninety uh, percent of the movie, actually, with uh, two different love interests in it, which make no sense because they don't develop them at all. And also the fact that they just felt like they had to put them in there because six-year-olds really want like a love story, which no one would care about. Um, Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene in it where Chevy Chase is in like this room and they like lock him in there and they electrocute him. Yeah, <laughs> but because is... he's electrocuted, he automatically turns into a racist Asian man. Yep. And yeah. then he got hit, he gets hit again with snow and turns into a racist Irish man. So that scene, no idea why that was in there, but I actually laughed because of how bad it was. Um, it's, like I said, it's just it's virtually just a ripoff of everything else. Yeah. Um. So I would never suggest you go watch any of the Fantastic Fours, like any of them. And if I would never go suggest you watch those, I would never ever suggest you watch this. Like this is a knockoff of those, and those are terrible. Like this should. It's not even funny. It's just bad. It's literally just terrible. Like it's not good in any way. Like Kilp said, Tim Allen, terrible. I mean, I really only like Tim Allen and really w- acting in one thing, Home Improvement. He was okay in. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not besides a great actor. that, he's not. Like, I mean, he, I he think plays he's, a father. Okay. I mean, he, that's I it. think he's just super identifiable as like early two thousand, like almost straight to DVD Trash. kids movies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no joke. Yeah, but Tim Allen not good in it. Like Kilp said, Courtney Cox, she's just slipping everywhere that's the whole that's no, the whole reason she's there doesn't not even sure what's going on her superpower is like yelling or something she's like black canary yeah but worse like sparkles comes out of her mouth when she yells it doesn't it doesn't make too much sense to me the fight scene how they defeat him is like what just happened and by the way he killed these other superheroes but after they defeat him he joins their team and there's no punishment for him he actually just becomes a superhero and well, they fight evil you're like Question mark, he killed four people. Also, um, just a just a quick pointer, uh, they trained for literally a week to defeat him. This like guy who defeated a whole team that had been on multiple, multiple missions. And were had gamma radiation, so they were even stronger. Yeah, exactly. Normal. So that didn't really make any sense to me. And what then it, I was like 
as soon as I sat there and I started thinking to myself, I'm like, wouldn't their parents like care, like that they just get basically kidnapped away these kids with like superpowers they get kidnapped away and then like trans facility for like a week and literally as i said that they go into this whole plot on how like they were other kids were treated badly and stuff and like that's probably like the tiniest 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 silver lining in this whole movie is that they actually explain one thing in this movie that makes somewhat congruent sense so yeah like the movie was really bad but there was nothing worse than the very end. Like, no reason, not not even, like, the slightest reason why they should have thrown in that the kids are playing sports at the end. Oh, just yeah, to, like, yeah. just flex to show their superpowers. Like, just like, there's no way they're allowed on any yeah. sports field, sports court, or <laughs> not, whatever you say. There's no way. Like, it's unfair. It'd be, like, worse than a kid taking steroids. Like, if steroids aren't allowed, superpowers definitely are not allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely agree wholeheartedly. I mean, except for maybe the girl who was in cheerleading, because, I mean, that's, like, yeah, yeah well, it's not really a sport, let's be honest. It's <laughs> no. true, it's not a sport. <laughs> no, but... Besides that, like, it was, like, or, like, when they showed off their superpowers, that was so cringy. Like, unbelievably cringy. There's an alien ship in this movie that they fly around in, but it only goes 20 miles an hour. No reason there should be an alien ship. They go through Wendy's. They have literally a 10-minute clip. Product placement of Wendy's, by of the way. Of them getting yeah, Wendy's. Go, yeah, and, like, I said before, they have, like, a tryout for superheroes, and they literally use the same gag twice. He gets stuff thrown in his face, right? Once. Yep. And then literally 30 seconds later, they do the same exact gag, just slightly different. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Like, what? What? Like, this is, like I said, I haven't seen Sky High in years, and I'm sure that movie does not hold up to Way anything. Way better than this one, guaranteed. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That movie is literally, like, the godfather, probably, compared to this. Yeah, so I give this a 1 out of 10. Okay, no, see... What do you give it, killed? I give it two. I mean, this movie was bad, but it was not offensive. Like, do you thought this movie was offensive? This movie was legitimately offensive. I like, did not find it offensive. The, this is how <laughs> the I only felt. thing I found offensive is when Chevy Chase turns automatically racist okay. for no reason whatsoever. This is why this movie was offensive. Because it got put up at for four different awards. Nominations. And it won awards. I mean, it did win, like, worst actor, Tim Allen, which I... No, I, no, I think he lost it. He lost it that year. He he got he got nominated for the Razzies, but he lost it to the Wayne Brothers. What? No, no, he won worst actor. The, for the Razzies? No, not for the Razzies. Yeah, no, no, yeah. For the Stinker. Oh, I don't even know what that is. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Razzies lost it like for the Razzies. Big. But, like, I mean, I guess I could agree with that, but this movie was so bad it shouldn't have even been put on those nominations, you know? Um, whatever the budget was, so it was 35 million. That money legitimately, you could have gave that to a kid on the street and he would have made a better movie. Yeah. Guaranteed. Whenever I see this stuff. 35 million to make that movie. 35 million. I mean. That is, that is literally the cancer that is killing Hollywood. Well, the, yeah, the reason that I hate it is because, like, I, I've seen movies that cost a fraction of that, which are just infinitely better. And I'm just like, who cleared $35 million to go to this movie? I have no idea. But, um. Yeah, so that was awful. 
Um, no idea why Kilp suggested that. No, we need to watch it. But that's it. okay. We need a, a, so, <laughs> and then moving on to Shadow. Now, I would say about Shadow, it was, I guess let's just explain it. It's an hour and 56 minutes. It's basically these two sides are warring against each other and just fighting for power. I mean, that's basically the, the plot. I mean, there's also, there's army groups. So, like, there's a navy and then there's an army. And they're, the army's not in good tides with the, what is it, the the king or whatever yeah. the ruler is. I want to go too much in how the guy's, you know, not, like, the main plot. Well, I think, I mean, you watch two minutes of the movie, it shows it. Okay, I don't care. Uh, Yeah, so this this is a Chinese film, actually, made in uh, 2018, runs for two hours, um... It's on Netflix, like we said before. Uh, basically, they use two colors, basically three technically. Uh, it's all black and it all has black and white, yin, yin and yang. You know, also except for the skin tone and blood. That's what I was gonna say, blood. <laughs> yeah, but even the skin tone, like some of the women that have like powdered faces. But what? Um, yeah. So this movie is actually like, uh, it's a very simple plot in my opinion. And also, I want to say this movie was two hours long. And besides, like, the first, I'd say the first 20 minutes drag a little bit. But after that, like, this movie went by super quick to me. And may, maybe it was just me who felt that way. But um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's very simple. And um, there's some, obviously, subtext with the yin and yang and, like, the clothing that they wear. Like, sometimes they're wearing all white, sometimes they're wearing all black. It's a, it, Whatever. I mean, you'll, you'll see it when you see it. Yeah. But basically, it's, the whole thing revolves around the shadow and no one can survive three rounds with the shadow. Like he's the ultimate warrior for like the peasant and the prisoner class basically. And, uh, am I wrong here? No, the kid was named shadow. I thought it, in the beginning, remember he's like, no, you're like a shadow. Cause he's supposed to shadow the commander because he is the commander. So he's the shadow of the commander. Yeah. But he's the guy with the umbrella. Yeah. But he's technically like not the best guy. I mean, it's like the he lost to the one dude. That's I'm, why he's injured. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, no one no one can go three rounds with the shadow. That's the whole plot of the movie, basically. No, 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 no. Anyone can go three rounds with the shadow because the shadow's the kid, the one that loses. Okay, no one can go with the shadow, but not the shadow because the shadow is impersonating the real guy, right? Yes, but... He's not the best warrior. I'm just saying, but they all think he is. No one no one thinks he's the shadow until he tells them. Like, they all think he's the one dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. But, so, the, the whole movie, this it's, it's fought with, which is pretty unique. Instead of just using, like, basic swords, like, the one army, the army's team, basically, has, like, these spears with almost, like, knives at the end. I don't know what they're called, necessarily. But then, um, like, the prisoners, they all basically use, like, these umbrellas. But instead of, like, umbrella... They're all razor like swords, basically. Nice. Yeah. So it's like a pretty like unique thought process that went into making this movie. Yeah. And um, it's a, they have really good action scenes in my opinion. I was really interested at the very least because I behind times you see someone use an umbrella as just like the ultimate weapon. Yeah, I definitely say uh, the color scheme is really cool. Obviously, it has a lot more meaning than I even could pick up on throughout the movie, but also. I did like how the beginning was actually the end. I mean, but that's kind of like the classic movie 
you know, flip flop. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like also the uh, thing going on with uh, the one dude's wife. That was yeah. That that's when it kind of got. I don't know if weird. like I just wasn't paying as close of attention as I should have. But man, th- this movie has like. I mean, just like some people are impersonating other people, and like some points, I really couldn't tell who's who, and like I had to put together everything. Like, yeah. there's a couple like backstabs and double crosses and stuff going on. So the whole movie, you well, kind of whole- have to pay attention exactly to who's who and who's doing what. You know? Yeah. Really, the hard part, probably for telling who's who, is generally if you can't notice them, you can pick up on by their voice or the, like their accent. Yeah. But the problem is, it wasn't in English, so. Yeah, I could not pick up on their voice because the whole thing is like some people are impersonating other people and stuff like that. Yeah, but, um, it was really cool. I mean, I definitely say it was a little bit. I don't want to say slow because I feel like slow always has a bad connotation in it, the sense. I of think like, it did drag the first like twenty three. That, minutes. That's what I was gonna say, but and it really was because it was just a lot of talking and obviously building of the plot, building of the characters, you're f- trying to figure out what's going on. But like Caleb said, the ending. With the classic uh, Trojan horse. Yeah. Was insane. Bro, they literally go Beyblade mode and, like, they come down this hill and, like, they jump on top of their umbrellas. It literally does not make any sense. And, like, they just start spinning and they are able to go, like, 20 miles per hour and they just, like, mow everyone down in their way. Like, freaking Blade. And it, blades, literally, it literally does not make like, any sense. I was like, all right, sense. man. I, as soon as that came out, I was like, all right, man. I'm all here for it. I, all right. I want to see more umbrella knives in real combat. Let's go. Yeah. It, it was honestly the wildest thing and like some of the knives on the umbrella shot out but other ones didn't like it was like you weren't really sure what was going on and the only reason they used umbrellas is because it was the best or the most effective weapon to kill the enemy with their weapon yeah so but it was just like i'm not gonna say i was confused but i was just like like in the beginning i'm trying to follow what's going along at the end, I'm like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, because like I said, like all the double crosses and everything come to fruition and like everything's happening all at once. And it's definitely a pretty cool ending. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I enjoyed this movie. It, it ends where it starts, technically. Yep, yep. Yeah, but I mean, scene, like, yeah, they jump. I didn't, the we scene didn't notice before that, that jump, yeah. I really liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, that's. I mean, there's yeah, not there's just not, too much on it. Like I said, it's a pretty simple movie. I mean, the, we're making it seem more complicated than it really is. It's really, at the core, just a freaking, like, monster kung fu action movie. So. But I wouldn't even say that because, like, the first hour and a half isn't. It's only, like, the last half an hour just goes hard in the paint. No. For sure, the, like, whole second hour is basically fighting. Yeah, so I guess if we can get over the first little bit. I mean, there there needs to be some setup for everything, but I think it goes um, on just a tad too long. Like, John I Wick. <laughs> I mean, crank. well, the whole thing is like you, you don't, don't need understand. a setup. You have to set up like the conflict, and then you have to explain the shadow. Yeah, it honestly had a really good plot for most action movies. Yeah, no, which was, was enjoyable, su- super enjoyable in my opinion. Yeah, so I mean, what'd you give it, Kill? Uh, I give it a seven out of ten. I did too. Yeah, it, it was um, it was good. I mean, it wasn't my favorite action movie. It was very enjoyable, a lot more enjoyable than Zoom. That's for sure. That's debatable. See, this is this is my scale, right? This is my problem with Birds of Prey. If I'm gonna go see a movie or watch a movie, right, I want it to be either as bad as Zoom, where I can sit there and just be like, "What the heck am I watching?" Or 
really good. No, there's a difference. There's like so bad it's funny, and I can jump on with that. Like yeah, Zoom was funny. Love on the Leash, it was that one bad. of the greatest movies ever. Birdemic, probably a great movie. <laughs> one of the Tremors, probably can get on board with. Um, what is it? Sharknado Five, when there's cows and the shark. Must sh- be real. The- Sharknado, any of them. Yeah. I can get on board with those because they're so bad. They're funny. Like, they embrace that they're terrible. So, it's good. Zoom, they tried making a kid's movie and utterly failed. I, I still laughed at their attempts at anything in the I movie. I didn't laugh so. at literally a scene in the movie. <laughs> I still thought it was pretty entertaining. I literally, like, it was two hours of my life wasted. <laughs> and I can legitimately say that. No, 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 no. You're wrong. Like at least Bird of Bird of Prey, I got to see some good acting and kind of cool. Yeah, just a so couple cool like cartoon movie. scenes. I was so indifferent about it the whole movie. All right, so next week we, I mean, we were trying to think uh, what would be interesting or good to do, I guess. And I mean, we decided on just seeing the two new movies, the classic Sonic. Grew up watching it as a cartoon, probably more than Caleb. But it should be interesting. Yeah. I'm just glad they changed all the CGI on it. That was a huge. No, I think it was dumb because I I don't think they really did anything. Do you think how many how many how much money do you think they'll actually make because they changed it versus how much money they had to spend on actually changing all the CGI? Did you see Sonic's face before they changed it? Yeah, my, my he point looks is, like listen. a creepy pedophile yeah, hedgehog listen. that was gonna literally rape everyone <laughs> in sight. The movie, the movie is going to be really bad. And it was gonna be. It, they didn't change dialogue. The movie is still going to be really bad. Now, my prediction is a four out of ten. No, I think you're too high. It's gonna be a three. It's gonna be bad. And then we also have Fantasy Island, which honestly is kind of a horror movie. But I think me and Caleb both agree on this. I think it's going to... I'm hoping that it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be bad. And it honestly could sway either way. It's a PG-13, which is not good for horror, generally speaking. Yeah, it's a Blumhouse production. And obviously, like we know, Blumhouse is very miss and sometimes hit. I mean, yep. they did do Get Out, which I like, but then again, most of their horror movies are like Unfriended, Dark Web. So, I mean, <laughs> you know exactly how it it's going to be. It honestly has a cool plot, but... Yeah, it's based off the TV show, but the TV show was like happy endings, but this one is Obviously like horror. not happy endings. It's honestly a cool plot, but because no one's really done it before, but... Well, I mean, besides like five seasons of a TV show. Yeah, I mean horror. Yeah, aspect. yeah, no, no. I th- I definitely think it's an interesting concept, and it it could be. I don't think it's gonna be good. I yeah. think I think I'm it, hoping. I, I'm hoping at best it's entertaining. That's that's all I really am looking for. Yeah, and I know we want to go see, but uh, I think we've decided it hasn't gonna come out for a month. Oh uh, yeah, the, the lodge. lodge. Yeah, I I'm really waiting for that horror movie. Looks really good. It kind of came out selected theaters last week so we're just kind of waiting on that one to come out so, so i guess good, my, i've only heard good things about it so so i guess my point is whenever it comes out we're just gonna throw it in with that podcast week yeah i'll try to announce it if we can see it before the podcast but yeah yeah that it's coming out in yeah. theaters near us so that that's our two um peace out guys bye